Welcome to that 80s show. Dory, there was a lot of debate in that 80s show HQ of should we open up with Metallica? I went against it. Are you pleased? Clearly, you actually went in the complete opposite direction yeah. <laughs> from Metallica. <laughs> it's like, how could I be less Metallica? How could I be <laughs> worst metal ever? <laughs> <laughs> So it's another week and another week where an 80s artist is thanking Stranger Things for making them super, super relevant this week. It is the turn of Metallica, although I don't think Metallica have ever been irrelevant. What does make me sad though, Dory, have you ever seen or do you occasionally see photos of the Metallica members now? Um, not recently that <laughs> I can think of. Okay, okay. So what you want to do is you want to kind of Google Lars and the boys right now because <laughs> they're not they're not the uh, Metallica guys that you remembered. I mean, <laughs> they are they are middle aged men. Okay, <laughs> I'm doing it. I mean, Paolo, we all grow old. We have this discussion pretty much every week. Yeah, I mean. You know, why would they be immune just because they drink the blood of young virgins or whatever it is that people think metal bands do? But that's the thing, right? I think that's it. Anybody (laughs) who had a satanic panic in the 80s over Metallica and Megadeth and whoever else, look at them now. They were not doing satanic rituals. (laughs) They aged just like you. (laughs) There is one picture here that they look like a bunch of... I mean, how do I say this politically correctly? Um, homeless people. Okay, okay. Old, old homeless people who you would maybe see digging in green garbage cans. I, it's a very bad picture. I'm telling you right now that probably 15 Google images in, you'll find one of them wearing a Punisher t-shirt, right? Spoke a few weeks ago about it. We all have that one friend <laughs> who's a little too old to wear a Punisher, Punisher t-shirt. And uh, <laughs> Metallica will be one of them. But it's 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 awesome. This is Stranger Things. Spoiler alert if you don't know by now. The Duffer Brother said no spoilers till Tuesday. So we're past the Tuesday Duffer Brother benchmark. And uh, obviously Metallica, a song of theirs, Master of Puppets being used uh, very strategically in the in finale. Very, very way, yes, in a very uh, different way <laughs> to very, what you'd expect. Very fucking awesome leave, like, <laughs> if you have to ask me. <laughs> and it's having the Kate Bush effect because they are currently number 25 on Spotify's most streamed songs this year, this week. This week, not this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's higher than they've ever charted with that song. I think the highest that song ever got was 26 or 27. And uh, it's expected that they're going to enter the charts again. Just this, it's just, it's not a Stranger Things thing. It's an 80s thing, Dari. Stranger Things has certainly helped. Winona Ryder on that has the coolest job in the world. She is the official Stranger Things 80s fact checker. I want that job. Don't you? I mean, <laughs> do me a favor. So obviously she's the only person involved in the whole cast. Well, one of the only people that was, she was superstar. So there's a weird thing, right? Is there ever going to be a point in Stranger Things where they cross over into the timeline when Winona Ryder was superstar? Because they make all these cultural references. So they're obviously like living in our timeline. They're in our world. So yeah. eventually they're going to watch Beetlejuice. And then what? How meta does that get? It's making my head hurt. No, 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 no. That can't happen. (laughs) So on the set, Winona Ryder, they often have to make script changes because they'll get, she'll get a script and she'll look and she'll go, 
oh no no this movie didn't come out this year or you got the wrong song playing now because this song came out two years after where we are and they had like change the script and they said it was so awesome having her there because she lived the 80s she was super culture her big breakout was late 80s uh she started with um beetlejuice right one of your favorites it is your favorite right did she start with beetlejuice that was her kind of her first movie that was kind of like she was in a movie called lucas before that but her real big 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 first big superstar Uh, was beetlejuice yeah was she in the heathers before that I think Heather's came later. Yeah. Um, I would have to check. And then she was in Great Balls of Fire. Right. And um, then she was in uh, Edward Scissor's Hands. And then she was in Handcuffs. So that's the trajectory of. <laughs> oh, no. You did not. <laughs> you did she, not. Then she was in a terrible Adam Sandler movie. And then she was in Stranger Things, if you don't know. Remember, Winona Ryder got a bit of a thrill from shoplifting in the 90s and was a little bit of a kleptomaniac <laughs> which uh, adam sandler movie was she in am i just being forgetful mr deeds it was terrible it was terrible like we all love oh yeah Ooh. if you love the 80s like you go winona Ryder's our sweetheart right i mean she's always like this like little edgy goth chick right girl next door but like really gothy right uh but she was cool we all liked her she dated johnny depp um, and she's proof that Amber Heard, you know, is is probably the problem in that relationship because, you know, Winona Ryder, great things to say about <laughs> Johnny Depp. And um, then suddenly, she, so yeah, she kind of like disappeared after that whole kleptom, after the whole shoplifting thing, she kind of like lay low, profile dips a little, for a little bit. And then she pops up in this terrible Adam Sandler movie, which is kind of like an oxymoron. I love Adam Sandler, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that his movies are the best. <laughs> They're entertaining. <laughs> They're bubblegum. Yeah, they very hit and miss, very hit and miss, all even th- these days. All the, and do you think so? Because, okay, let's step out of the 80s a little bit because we are becoming a bit of a pop culture yeah. TV show, streaming platform, movie, commentary, you know? So right. he, he's kind of stepped away from that weird, like Billy Gilmore or Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore type vibe. And his last few movies on Netflix, Uncut Gems and Hustle. I don't know if you've watched oh, those. I haven't watched Hustle yet. I did. Wow. I struggled through Uncut Gems, but I was determined to watch it because one of my friends who I really you know, I, I value her taste in movies and usually she recommends good things. She was like, this is the best movie I've watched this year. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this movie. And boy, did I struggle through Uncut Gems. Really? Did you, what did you think of it? I didn't hate it. I suppose because I was expecting, uh, I wasn't, I don't know. I I was expecting, maybe in my mind, I made it bigger than or better than it was. You got to watch yourself hustle because uh, yes, yeah. no, it's 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 on the list. It's yeah. on the list. I promise. I think what what Adam Sandler is doing, he's kind of sh- specialising in like middle aged depressed schlub roles. <laughs> That's like what he wants to do. He used to right. be like middle aged goofy schlub, and now he's middle aged depressed schlub. Who has the best model for mm. making movies? By the way, when he's doing all his silly comedies, basically he'd go shoot in um, regions that give him huge tax breaks. Hence. Uh, yeah. Blended, which he shot yet yeah, in Sun City, <laughs> but he's done Caribbean. He like oh, shoots, that was awful. Oh, that that was, was an awful, awful film. It was an Adam Sandler film. It was just Adam Sandler. It's a whole new genre of things. Um, and then he just takes his friends on week long or well, month long holidays to go shoot with him, and everyone gets tax breaks. It's fantastic. It's it's uh, the the dream. It's the dream for all of us. I, I did enjoy Murder Mystery. 
That was good. That was good. There's a new one coming. That was good. There's another one coming. Yes. Again, um, middle-aged, depressed schlub. Okay. okay. Um, I'm just looking through what he's done recently. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot. The Do-Over. Did I watch that? Oh, the Do-Over. Sure if I watched The Do-Over. The Do-Over is outrageous. The Do-Over is really? ridiculously outrageous. No, the Do-Over is outrageous. With the, the, it, it, I think it's oh, the so one I should with, give it a chance. With David Spade. Um, yes, yeah. I have not watched this. I definitely have not watched this. Okay. Yeah. It's after you're going to, you'll hate you it. Recommend? No, you'll hate it. I recommend it. I love Adam Sandler. <laughs> is it worse? Is it worse than blended? Nothing can be worse than blended. No, it's not as bad as blended, but blended had Terry Cruz. And uh, you, you gotta love Terry Cruz. True. <laughs> Doing a very do inappropriate African accent. Oh that whole everything everything about blended all of it and i love drew barrymore not the greatest actress at all but i've got like a thing you know maybe it's an et thing a donnie darko thing i just uh, I, I have a kinship i feel a kinship to drew barrymore so i forgive her bad acting a lot of the time i could not forgive it in blended so <laughs> terrible <laughs> tax break tax break she did it, it for the tax break back to the 80s where things are nice well things are <laughs> Oh, nice. I don't know if you find this nice. Is that we spoke about Metallica earlier. Def Leppard, Rock and Roll Makeup have released a line of Def Leppard makeup. Okay. It's called Rock and Roll okay. Beauty. Okay. It's a company called Rock and Roll Beauty. And they've released Def Leppard Limit Limited Edition Beauty Collection. Okay. Def Leppard helped define a true era in rock and roll, selling more than 110 million records worldwide. And now you can... Do your makeup like Def Leppard. Shimmery pinks, metallic shades, rocket blue, such as rocket blue. It's a 19-piece collection, highly pigmented and designed to give you a rock star look. It's a unique collaboration with Def Leppard. <laughs> I don't expect okay, to see it on. in stores I'm just trying me. to cast my brain back here. Did Def, did Def Leppard wear lots of makeup? Uh, all hair, they were a hairband. All hairbands wore lots no, of makeup. but like, I mean... We're not talking like Kiss standard here. No, but Kiss was. I don't was, remember makeup as on Def Leppard as a thing. Yeah, I've got to be honest. With you, I think Motley Crue wore, wore, wore more makeup than Def Leppard. You know? Yeah. Um, maybe they're hoping mm -hmm. that we forget. But Dory, click on the link and you got to see how this, the design of this stuff. Oh, although know, it's very cool. I'm looking at it. It's very cool. I've got a, oh no, yeah, that's White Snake. Okay, White Snake wore more. Wore more makeup than them. Yeah, I suppose Def Leppard is a weird one because they're actually, George Michael wore more makeup. So it's, it is a weird <laughs> one, but um, you got to see the, the, the design of the stuff. It is so 80s. It's unreal. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, Like you would buy that just to put it on like a shelf in your home, just to go look at this art collection, my art installation. Um, there is like a makeup bag that's got a cassette tape on it. Um, that, Love, it. Uh, that, Love it. That is cool. Another Def Leppard makeup bag. So it looks cool. I don't, I think you'll look like a trollop, a ridiculous trollop if you wear this. <laughs> this is, this a is. Def Leppard trollop. <laughs> yeah. No, this is not makeup for girls you take home to meet mother um, in 2022. Maybe in the 80s. <laughs> Maybe in the 80s. Oh, just quickly before we move into our movie recommendations for the week. Um, there are there is a whole bunch of eighties movies on Disney Plus. I'm going through them. Um, oh, I'm not getting Disney Plus. I, I, I did, well, 
wait till I tell you what movie's on there, which I'll be reviewing over the next few weeks because okay. it's easy to find. Okay. I will not be recommending this one, but Dory, I watched Revenge of the Nerds 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Two, two, two. two. Worse than one. Sp- oh my God! Spring break. It's spring break. The one where they go on spring break. It's fantastic. In, in listen, in your mind, all the Revenge of the Nerds go into one, right? The first two were okay. From then on, there's they're still making Revenge of the Nerds up until the two thousands, um, which was basically called the Rise of Apple. But this it is so <laughs> inappropriate, um, even for an eighties movie. Let me tell you, when I was looking for my movie to do for this week, you know, you go on these the lists, you find the listicles, and I'm searching, like, you know, uh, weirdest 80s movies, quirky 80s movies, da, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And I got, I got into a list that had Revenge of the Nerds on it, and I'd forgotten what the cover, the poster was, which is that it's like one of the nerds holding up some girl's panties. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Dude, no, you should not. Like, say no more. Basically, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm not into cancelling things in retrospect. Yeah, but I hated it at the time. So I, I for mean, me, it's just like, no, we are not going there. There is that scene uh, in Revenge of the Nerds one where he sleeps with the one jock's girlfriend at the Halloween party, dressed as Darth Vader. Sleeps with? Sleeps with? Is that the that's the terminology you're going with? Um, yes, I'm going to, because it is, uh, we're live on Friday morning. It's not yet half past 10. So that is the word I'm going to use. Okay. I think it's inaccurate. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's probably a lot less consensual than that. Um, and you, yes. I mean, Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, I would have watched that. I couldn't even have been 10 years old yet. That I have like can have normal adult relationships goes to prove that like movies don't make bad people. Bad people are bad people. <laughs> don't actually affect you psychologically <laughs> whatsoever. I, I mean, really. <laughs> so I think just like I was watching Revenge of the Nerds before I was ten. I was watching Robocop before I was ten. I'm fine. So don't blame movies. No, <laughs> no, no. We are all scarred from Robocop. We've had this discussion. No, we are. You probably just didn't even really understand what was going on in Revenge of the Nerds. Maybe. I don't know. I, and I also watched Porky's around about the same time. Um, so. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Porky's was like two to 19. Yeah. Listen, there wasn't much parental control in my, <laughs> in my, <laughs> my, my dad liked gadgets and he just liked that I was using the video machine. So he's like, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> but it just goes to show. It just it goes to show. It is a miracle. No, but it's a miracle that you have turned out to not be a psychopath. But that's what I'm saying. It's got nothing to do with the movies we watch, right? So I had this balance of like, I went to a Catholic school and then I watched Porky's on the weekend and Robocop with people shooting faces off and being burnt with acid. And and, and I'm fine. Mm. And quite frankly, we're seeing worse things in He-Man. We were. We were seeing worse things. Worse things mm. in He-Man. <laughs> I mean, how did Skeletor, where did his face go? What happened? It's obviously acid. You, it's even worse. I'd rather see the acid and know there was acid than look at Skeletor and go, where's his skin? Why is he a Skellington? Is, <laughs> is he a Skellington the whole way through? Is it just no face and he's got skin underneath? Is his skin purple? Like, and now I've got to imagine, which is even worse, where like at least, you know, see your face, that's fine. Okay. And, you know, but anyway. See your face melt off. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, at least then I know, and I don't have to fill in the blanks at night. You know, I can have one nightmare that's <laughs> controlled. <laughs> um, but if you're going to watch Revenge of the Nerds, 
You know what the thing is? I gotta tell you, you're still gonna giggle. There's <laughs> still gonna be things that you're gonna giggle at. I'll take um, your word for it. What oh, else are you watching on Disney but Plus? The jocks are dicks, though. Hey, oh my god, you cannot yeah. like you. you uh, listen, I think bullying is like uh, uh, bullying's no joke, right? Bullying, and it's I think in mm. a way it's worse than. Uh, physical bullies. Like my wife was talking this this week about how the bully at her school, they all used to hide away from him. And what he did, he was bigger than all the kids. He just used to pick them up above his head and throw them on the floor, right? And that was the bully. Like oh, there geez. was, there, but it was physical. There was no psychological trauma. Well, they had to hide from him. The constantly hole of break was running away from him. Our bully used to swim underneath at swimming practice under the water and pull our costumes off. So, OMG. But that I remember it from like, I mean, I was six years old. I still remember it. And we used to have, you know, Catholic school. Everyone's got to be included. Everyone's going to be right. Each one of us had a week where you had to be his friend. Okay. Because like he was just so antisocial. And you knew you're going to be his friend when the teacher gave you a letter and said, oh, can you, and I won't say his name, can you and so-and-so go to the principal and give him this letter? And you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's my red letter. I'm done. That's, that's my week. I'm friends with him. And he just torture you and traumatize you all week. And the worst thing is, he looked like the kid from The Omen. <laughs> that was the worst thing. It's all like this, we're in a Catholic school. This guy looks like a demon. We're so screwed. He's going to pull my pants off. Everyone's going to see my little, little child bum. That's traumatic shit. So I... I but to get back to my point, the nerds in Revenge of the Nerds and the nerds in most 80s movies, even the nerds in Karate, uh, the, 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 the jocks and the bullies in Karate Kid, like they were, those guys should be in jail. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this wasn't just like hazing. This was like assault, you know, low-level assault. Trauma. Trauma. So, mm. Dory, movie time. Last week we took a <clears> bit of... The, I found that uh, what we did last week with the movie is quite popular. People seem to to really like that we, what we did is you can go back and listen to the episode, that 80 show essay, just search the podcast anywhere. You mm. can actually just go back mm. and um, listen to, we went through four or five shows that had cool 80s moments in them, either through songs or yeah. references or whatever. And uh, it seemed to, it, it hit, a, hit a nerve. So maybe we'll be doing that a little mm. bit more often every now and again when we don't have time or electricity to watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, my movie this week, I did not have time or electricity, but when I found it on one of those listicles, I did remember it enough that I feel I can talk about it. Right. Also, I'm not entirely sure I'm calling it a recommendation. That being said, there is something about it. Uh, you know, some people really enjoy this genre and will appreciate it. And others will just be like, what a load of shit. So my movie is from 1982. It is described as an erotic horror. Uh, and it's erotic <laughs> horror. Okay. Erotic horror. Okay. AKA my wedding night. Okay. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> co-written and directed by Paul Schrader, who you will remember did one of your movie recommendations from a while back, Light of Day, starring Michael J. Fox. He also did American Gigolo. He's done quite a few big things. Um, he's a writer-director. This movie is actually a remake of a movie from 1942. And he kind of just took it and gave it a little bit of a modern rewrite and made it in 1982. 
this is a name that is synonymous with the 80s for me. Like, I can't even remember if I've seen her in anything since the 80s. Nastasha Sinski. Oh, but she was the it girl. Oh, my God. Not a week went by without her uh-huh. on the personality magazine. She was the absolute exactly. it, it. I mean, she was it with a double it. <laughs> is she, you could not be but more. Also, yeah. 80s glamour. And also because remember, it was it was the Cold War. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here was a Russian woman making it big in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. confuse those Russians and Americans. She was, uh, wasn't she like one of the main spokespeople for one of the major f- like beauty Revlon or one of those. Like she was Definitely. always in makeup ads. I can't ads. remember which one, but yeah. and I remember seeing her on the ads, on TV. Yes. Oh no, she was everywhere. And I'm sure she was on Sports Illustrated and all those things. All those things. Not an ugly girl. In fact, she was probably originally a model. I'm not entirely sure. Probably, yeah. But, um, that, that, that oh, yeah, what, we go. German yeah. actress. So German. Why did I think she was Russian? Yes. German actress and former model. You typecast her. I honestly thought she was Russian. I've got to be honest, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed. Okay, German actress, former model, appeared in more than 60 films in Europe and the USA. Porn. Her breakthrough was in 1978 with a movie called Stay As You Are, which I definitely have not seen. Right. So she's the main star of this erotic horror from 1982. The other main star is Malcolm McDowell, who, I mean, most famously in my universe from A Clockwork Orange, which is a movie from the 1960s, I think. I'm not sure. The soundtrack, the sorry, the score, well, soundtrack score for this movie is composed by none other than our favorite, Giorgio Moroder. Oh, no, no, I'm just... I'm 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 in synth heaven now since you know the, say that mm-hmm. name. I think you know what we must start doing actually when we do our movie recommendations, mm-hmm. we've got to talk about the soundtracks because yeah, we spoke about it before. 80s was the soundtrack generation, and um, so I think yes, from now on yes. we've got to mention at least one song that was in yeah our movie. Yeah, so this movie doesn't so much have a soundtrack. It like I said has a score which is more instrumental mostly with Georgia Moroder. Mm-hmm. But there is a theme song, which oh, is sung by David Bowie. What What the hell movie is this? This is a movie, Paolo, that uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if it's your kind of thing. Then again, there's boobs. Uh, it's a movie called Cat People. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> you want to talk about mental scarring? <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. I, I, I don't want to jump in ahead of you, right? But mm-hmm. is there. No, please, please go ahead. Please. Can the term incestual bestiality be connected to this movie? <laughs> that is such an accurate description. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> yes. Strap in, people. If you thought the, 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 the movie version of Cats was the weirdest fucking anthropopathic whatever the word is, <laughs> representation of cats you could have seen in your life. Hold your beaches. Hold beaches. our beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold our beaches. Hold our beaches. <laughs> Dory's going to take you on a ride. <laughs> That's why I was hesitant to say it's a recommendation because it does deal with things that make most people uncomfortable, like incest. And it's not so much bestiality because, I mean, think of Lady Hawk. It's about people that transform into animals. 
It's not that you're having sex with them as while they're animals, but they transform into animals. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, okay, I haven't watched in a while. I'm sure there's a couple of <laughs> deviant scenes, but I'll go with you. <laughs> Look, I haven't watched it in a while either, so you might be right. But I do remember it being extremely weird. And, yeah, just – so basically, I mean, the, the, these two people are long – well, long estranged brother and sister. The girls, played by Nastasha Kinski, I'm trying to find – oh, her name's Irina, Irina in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's raised by foster parents, and then she discovers that she has a brother that she never knew she had, and she gets in touch with him. And he reveals that they are cats, like werewolves, <laughs> but cats. But just – just let that settle. Just let that settle. Yes. Let, let's just deal with that. Wear right. cats, right? Wear cats. A new yes. concept. This is a new concept, right? They th- thought, mm-hmm. could we mm-hmm. bring this into law? It didn't land in 1942. Could we land it now? <laughs> Wear cats. <laughs> I don't know how successful the 1942 film was. I, I would need to look at Oh my God, you're going but, to jail uh, for the 1942 version. <laughs> can you imagine? And it turns out, so they're not only, okay, so they're wet cats now. Paul, who is the brother, played by Malcolm McDowell, he actually spent his childhood in psychiatric wards. And now he's like involved with a church. It's all very strange. But in this scenario of a transformation law, they become cats when they engage in sexual activity. <laughs> that is what turns them into the cats. There's nothing to do with the moon. There's no moon involved here. <laughs> Fuck, this movie is okay. so dumb. <laughs> now, it is revealed that Irina is still a virgin. She has not had her sexual awakening yet. So she does not know that she turns into a cat, uh, well, a black panther in this case. Uh. When she has sex, because she has not yet had sex. He tells her that this is going to happen. She doesn't really believe him. Then guess what? She has sex and it happens. And the whole thing with this thing is that if you could, the only way you can become a human again is to kill. So you, you, tur- you have sex, turn into the Black yeah. Panther. The only way you can become a human form again is you have to kill a human. And then you can become a human. Right. Yes, yes. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It all makes perfect sense to me. But hey, listen, hey, you, had me, you had me at Wearcats. <laughs> you had me at Wearcats. <laughs> Wearcats. I'm not going to ruin it. It has actually quite a cool and clever ending. Because I, had, I remembered that there was something about the ending and I actually just like, did a little bit of reading. And um, apparently the ending's different to the 1942 version. Uh, Paul Schrader re- wrote like this new twisty kind of ending for this version of the film. And, uh, yeah, um, give it a watch if you can find it somewhere. I mean, I haven't looked. It might even be on YouTube. <laughs> what does the what does the David Bowie song sound like? Uh, eh, um, yeah, it's okay. It's called. It's all right. I would, I would actually, that's, that's the reason I did not give you the trailer to play because okay. the trailer has the David Bowie song on it. And I thought, ah, too much copyright worries. So we won't play the trailer because song, but you can hear the song on the trailer. It, it, it's a six minute version. Should I dare? <laughs> oh, wow. I'll, I'll jump. I'll well, jump ahead. Play all six minutes. <laughs> no, I'll jump ahead just so that we can get a bit of a feel of Cat People by David Bowie. Um, okay, let's go in. Let's let's hear what this sounds. Let's just jump through to like a, maybe about a minute. We already settled down. Let's hear what this sounds like. It's pretty Bowie-ish. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
it's okay. You know. So, Dory, one thing you haven't yeah. mentioned, right? So, if I have to say to anyone listening, what do you think these people look like when they turn into cats? Now, we go back to what we were referencing earlier about like how we saw some strange shit in the 80s, at, like yeah. how we are normal people. So, if you go, oh, they turned into cats, like you'd think they kind of turned into like our most recent reference is the 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 cats movie right based on the play like they is is that our reference though i would rather because as i've just scanned the pictures here i'm like oh my god this gave this gave me nightmares because the cat people that they looked like are like 10 levels of hell demonic i can't even describe it as like a as as, what what's the cat with no skin one of those cats, right? Oh, uh, yeah, you, yeah. You know, I can't even, like, imagine that cat, but wearing a Halloween mask of a person. Like, that's what they look ew, like. Ew, the, this horrible. Is, this is definitely the photo we're going to put up, and the transformation scenes when they turn into cats is so, so damned disturbing. I think you've got to watch this movie. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. Take it from me. And let me tell you something else. I'm going to tell you two things about this movie, right? is that in South Africa, there used to be a, well, there's a store channel, Mnet, that had uh, open time, which ran till six or ran till seven. Then seven o'clock, they'd show a movie, right? Now, you don't put a movie like this early, right? I mean, if you live in the UK or some countries have got like what they call uh, thresholds or benchmarks where there's certain- Water, co- watershed, watersheds, right? Watershed? So I had, yes. I had it right somewhere between the two, right? You, you, you almost had it, yes. Almost had it. <laughs> you put the two of them- so you can't show certain content. I remember this thing being on at like seven o'clock, hop or seven. It was like in that band that I watched it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. And so many people traumatized by this. <laughs> and even more so me, because I see cat people must be like Thundercats. Ho, oh. no, shit. That's terrible. <laughs> it was not Thundercats. Okay. No. And, and then there's another thing, right? So, I've seen the picture now and I had this like this like new movie flashback, right? So there's a part where they like kind of see the panther, the pan- the sex panther that like turns them into cats, people, right? And they see it like on this like weird plane type of thing. It's all red and everything, okay? Yeah. And when I saw, th- uh, watched Black Panther, the Marvel movie, they also go to this plane where they speak to a Black Panther. And I was like, oh God, no. Oh no, he's going to do sex. No, <laughs> he's going to be a sex panther. <laughs> I'll post that photo. You up. totally traumatized. I'm going to post totally that photo up right now. Okay, uh, you do that. And the comparison. And we're also going to put up the photo of that cat, goddamn terrible, that 80 show essay on Facebook. So Wait, I have, I have more factoids about the movie before we ooh, finish. Ooh, let's go, let's go. Few few little factoids. So when um, Malcolm McDowell was approached to do the film, he was like, uh, he says, yeah, he was somewhat reluctant to make the film at first because he recalled that the original was not very good. But he was convinced by Schrader's take on the material with its focus on the erotic horror elements. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, it's going to be porn. Okay, I'll do it. Exactly. Dirty. You know, dirty, again, dirty man. There comes porn. It's so funny. Also, so John Hurd is also in the movie. He's actually, I think, um, the the victim. The victim who uh, the the Irina has sex with. He he says that he almost turned down the role because he, he thought it was a porno and he didn't want to do a porno. 
it depends what you want in life. And then he also honor. said he felt very awkward, especially like during the nude scenes, because he also had to be quite nude. It being a erotic film, there was a lot of nudity in it. Um, And then the other thing is they, in fact, you can actually, it comes up as a search term on Google. Did they use real black panthers in, in uh, the movie cat people? And apparently they actually took cougars and dyed them black because according Uh, to them, leopards were impossible to train. So a a black panther is actually a type of leopard. Okay, yeah. But they're not easily trainable. So they, but apparently a cougar is trainable, but they dyed them black, which makes me very sad because that sounds torturous. Yeah, I assume, I assume that uh, in 1982, there wasn't a line in the credits that said no animals were harmed in the making of this film. That only came in- This movie is what made that happen. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this can't be going on, people. Um, We've seen enough. (laughs) We've seen enough. Um, So that is- Darren, I'm going to tell you to watch that movie. That movie is like, it's part of your 80s experience uh, watching Cat No, I've, I've watched it long yeah. ago. I just haven't watched it in a while. I yeah. did watch it. And I remember not hating it, not loving it, thinking it was very weird. Yeah. You kind of come out but of I that I love going, Malcolm McDowell. You know, I love him yeah. from Clockwork Orange. So I was like interested. Yeah. You know? I think you come out of that movie going, I've got, I've, there, I have a new emotion now. I don't know what it is, but this movie <laughs> gave me a new one. I don't know. Like it doesn't exist until this movie. So- Icky erotic, eroticism. Oh my God, it's so disturbing. So consider your beachies held. Doris handing me back my beachies. My movie is Mm -hmm. also in the realm of, all movies are very creepy. Our movie has kind of, rotation has been very creepy. It's a movie that I found on Disney Plus. It stars a young Emilio Estevez, right? And it also stars Mm -hmm. someone that I don't think we've ever recommended one of his movies, ever. He was probably bigger in the 70s. I don't know. But anyway, it stars Emilio Estevez and Richard Dreyfus. Okay. It's colloquially, colloquially known as Mustache the Movie because the two of them have the most fantastic mustaches that you're going to see <laughs> this side of a VHS cassette. Okay, beautiful, right? They play... In the 80s, there were buddy cop movies, right? We had Lethal Weapon, we had Beverly Hills Cop, we had Turn and Hooch, and this was a buddy oh. cop movie called Stakeout. You remember? You ever watch it? Oh, I remember this. Yeah. I think I saw it on the big screen. Oh. And I do remember the mustaches now that you mentioned no, it. They're front and center. As soon as you see the movie poster, it is mustache. Every male in this movie, except the villain, has a mustache, and I think that's how you identify him. All the good cops, mustaches, villain, no mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so the story is kind of dumb. Have we really, hang on, have we really never spoken about a Richard Dreyfus movie? Ever? I don't think we have ever spoken Wasn't about- Wasn't he in Cocoon? Uh, was he? he? not in Cocoon, no. Uh, no, he's not in Cocoon. No, no, I don't, no, no, he's not. He's not, he's not in Cocoon. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I- Okay, that is, uh, that is my challenge. I'm going to- find a Richard Dreyfus movie to do within the next few weeks. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, obviously he is in Jaws, but we've never done Jaws or any of the, se- I don't think he has any, any, any of the sequels. Oh, he is in Stand, he is mm. a narrator in Stand By Me. Does that count? I mean, it semi-counts, right? And I, did I do Down and Out in Beverly Hills? 
Did I do Down and Out in Beverly Hills? I don't know. Maybe long ago. I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll check our list. We keep a list. But anyway, <laughs> the movie is called yes. Stakeout. A very incomplete list. Yes. Two <laughs> cops, they uh, are sent out. A guy escapes from prison. They say, go stake out his girlfriend's house because it's inevitable he's going to show up there uh, because he wants to harm her and you guys are going to stake out. She just happens to be beautiful. Richard Dreyfus can't keep his mustache in his pants and he goes and tries to romance her. Uh, she falls in love with him. I mean, total creeper. He gets into her house. He watches her shower. Lots of like 80s things that are very inappropriate. Uh, yep. Very 80s. So very, 80s watching very someone 80s. shower. Very 80s. <laughs> Emilio Estevez cannot hold his own at all. Richard Dreyfus completely carries the movie. Uh, Emilio Estevez is actually mm. quite weak in this. Um, maybe he's way down the, by the mustache and the expectations. I think that's that's what it's about. Um, there are some funny moments, mostly all with Richard Dreyfus, and mostly all when he's because he gets into the house and now Emilio Estevez is watching him. Okay, and uh, he yes. keeps like making little, you know, the, the the kind of like faces he makes at him and the looks that he gives him and the like little skits he pulls to keep Emilio Estevez entertained. Uh, the movie is stakeout, like I said, is on Disney Plus. But more than anything, okay, I'm going to say to a lot of 80s kids, this is the movie where they found shit in the fridge, okay? What? This is the movie <laughs> where there was shit in the fridge, right? If you're I, do an, I do not remember that. If you're an 80s kid, you're going to remember tur a turd in the punch bowl and you remember shit in the fridge. And they go, oh, what movie was this shit in the fridge? People think I'm mad because it's one of those things. That, there was definitely a movie... There was definitely a movie and they left shit in the fridge. And I was like, and people know, you're mad? You're mad? Um, that didn't happen. And I said, no, it was in a movie. I've got to find it. If you've been having arguments with your friends for years, it's that movie. It's Stakeout where they left shit in the fridge. Okay, so now you know and you can win your argument with your friends. I won't ask for the context. No, it's pranks. So there's two. Um, oh, yeah. okay. There's a night shift and a day shift of cops who stake out this house and they keep pulling pranks on each other between the two shifts. And it's one of the pranks they play between each other. Um, but it's that movie. It's the shit in the fridge movie. So now you know. <laughs> so that, we know. that is our movie recommendations we're going to go into wham corner very quickly and when we come back last week we discovered macgyver the musical and this week i've done some research and it is glorious this is that 80s show and uh, last week we discovered something that set off a chain of events of which we can never come back from <laughs> never <laughs> never in our little <laughs> lives so we were talking about george michael and uh uh, you know, it's George Michael's birthday. A lot of cool stuff happened around him. There was, did you get a chance to listen to the, the George Michael covered um, for his uh, birthday? They got 10 of his songs covered by new artists. Uh, did you? I haven't yet. Don't, don't rather I listen haven't. to it. No. Is it worthwhile? No, no. You know what? Like, I mean, they're not terrible, but they're just not George Michael. Like they're all very lovingly done and very respectful. And some of the children evidently have no idea who he is. Um, but rather, like you listen to it and you go, but you can't do the song without George Michael's voice. It's just, I think it's just that yes. thing. It's like the song, like you've done a good version of the song, but like George Michael's voice was like hall of fame. So like, that's probably the reason. So yeah. anyway, in the discovery of that, we found out that there's something called MacGyver, the musical, right? I just want you to play you just something quickly, just to put everyone in the moment of what Dory said about MacGyver the musical. There is a MacGyver the musical. Why 
Have we not seen this? Is it happening or is it it's, just in it's, production? It's happened. It's happened. So I'm scanning this. So what they're doing is now they're making an album of all the songs from the musical, but there is been a MacGyver in the musical. Oh my God. There's a MacGyver in everyone and anyone can be a MacGyver. Sure, in the 80s, I really wanted a MacGyver in me, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so we try to move on. Um, <laughs> you are not moving on. <laughs> no, so we posted that, right? So we post this comment on our Facebook page and uh, with, the, with that clip. And Dory's not the only one, right? Because it sparked off a conversation about this is beyond 80s crushes, right? Everyone had an 80s crush. This is 80s. I'm going to read some of these comments to you, right? So that was posted um, with what you said and the comments start coming in. Yeah. Leonora says, yes, I also wanted MacGyver in me. And I still do. <laughs> this Melissa responds with, I still do. <laughs> then we get into... Nah, I wanted a, a Lamal or Dave gone. Who's Dave gone? Who's Dave gone? From um, from Depeche Mode. Ah, yes. Okay, cool. Lead right. singer. Right. Lead singer, Depeche oh, yes, Mode. Yes, of course. Okay, okay, right. Nah, I wanted a Lamal or Dave gone and a Ralph Macchio. Oh, damn it. The list is too long. And then we have Kelly closing off the conversation. Stringfellow Hawk from Airwolf. I mean, we have just revived <laughs> so many... Inappropriate conversations, right? It's even killing Dory. She's even coughing there on the other side, right? So little did we know that MacGyver the musical would evoke so many naughty feelings in so many ladies. And then I said, okay, I have to find out about MacGyver the musical, right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> the tagline is fantastic. The iron curtains are no match for a paperclip, some duct tape, and yes, you. I don't think this is an official big, I can't make out. This looks like a like community theater type thing, right? Let me read you parts of this review. As the audience walks into MacGyver the Musical, the greeting they receive is full of 80s nostalgia, primarily based on the TV series. The audience is a reminder of the height of 80s fashion and pop culture. Jane Fonda's workout tape, TSA and denim are the beginnings of a great night of frivolity and fun as audience members become participants in this new camp classic. So as the story goes is that MacGyver is sent to Russia and he meets this brother and sister and they now need to bring down some people, somebody within the Russian government and MacGyver does all his MacGyverings, right? Um, the production overall is an interesting one. The music and lyrics uh, bring a both comedic and punk rock tunes. So there's a huge punk rock element in this. What I keep reading about it, um, a song called Play the Game, Other Side, I'll Take Care of You. Performances from the opening night cast were stellar, stellar performances. Um, the audience member playing MacGyver, somebody from the audience gets pulled up to play MacGyver, okay? I don't know right. if they're planted. I don't know if it's an actual person, but it's so weird. Yeah, because That's a bit weird. Yeah, so I think a whole bunch of people get caught, bought up to play MacGyver um, within the singing songs. But I mean, obviously they planted because I mean, you're not going to do that, right? I mean, because it makes sense because I cannot find a picture of the guy who played MacGyver because I mean, he had to have the most glorious mullet. What I was hoping for out of this, and what I hope to bring to you, right, is that by reading this and bringing it to you and talking it out, because sometimes when you say something. It helps you rationalize and make sense of it. I'm still no closer to understanding what MacGyver the musical is about. Yeah. I mean, 
There's certain things that it makes sense to make a musical out of them. I don't know about this one. I think the the kind of premise of bringing up an audience member, that's why, Dory, I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Everyone's a MacGyver and there's a MacGyver, and there's a MacGyver in everyone, okay? Right? There's a MacGyver in everyone and anyone can be a MacGyver, right? So that makes sense. That's why <laughs> they can bring anyone up. Just calm, calm yourself. Calm yourself. We've had that moment. Okay. 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 Yes, it's over. What it did take me to was MacGyver.com. Okay. <laughs> this is MacGyver.com. <laughs> but it seems to be linked to the stage show, right? So um, the one section here, be MacGyver for fun and for real. And then it takes you to a page where it tells you, well, here's how you can get tickets. Here's MacGyver's secret book. So you... If you go to this play, you can kind of prep for being called up on stage to be MacGyver, right? So it's then it's not they're not planted. It could be anyone. It could it could be anyone, but you've now done the prep just in case it's you, right? So right. it's starting to make sense now. Um, I don't know what I think about this. I, don't, I think I want a MacGyver, but can you handle a MacGyver? I mean, will all of these titillate you as you hope? <laughs> I would love to see you as MacGyver. I really, you would need a beautiful mullet, mullet wig. Okay. I'm not very handy at all. You could fake it till you make it. I'll fake it till I make it. This has been That 80 Show. All the shit we've spoken <laughs> about today, you can find on That 80 Show essay on Facebook. We're also That 80 Show underscore essay on Instagram. We have a podcast, That 80 Show essay. We have a YouTube, That 80 Show essay. We are on Mixcloud with the show. As you've heard it right now, may or may not include Metallica. We just don't know. Um, that is That 80 Show essay. And of course, we are very kindly hosted by Cliff Central every Friday at 10 o'clock live for your ears. Dory, the hour has flown by, but is there anything it from has. the show that you have learned that you didn't know before? I have learned that no matter how famous and accomplished a movie and TV star you are, if you shoplift, that's all people are going to ever remember about you. That's very sad. Very sad. Mm. Sobering. Sobering. Hashtag tears for Winona. Mm. Hashtag justice for hashtag Winona. Don't shop, hashtag don't shoplift. <laughs> hashtag it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag goodbye, darling. <don't> <laughs>